This did not turn out to be the massive recruiting week that we all hoped and some of us expected it might be, but okay, let's relax, take a deep breath. Miami Hurricanes are going to be okay. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Even on an occasional Sunday, we come at you. And I had to do an episode today because uh, Saturday, Miami didn't get any verbal commits. Uh, and we had one announcement pushed back indefinitely. People are freaking out. So I thought it was important for us to have a conversation to talk about the state of Miami recruiting and to also appreciate what Mario Cristobal has already accomplished in this class. We've gotten very spoiled. And I think the last commit we got was on July 16th, I think was the date of the uh, the Aguirre commit. And we've all been chomping at the bit to get more. And when it gets to a slow period and you see players choosing other schools, <laughs> you start to freak out. Please don't freak out. As far as the announcements that did happen on Saturday that didn't go Miami's way, I think the bigger issue we need to address first is the announcement that was actually postponed and didn't happen on Saturday. So what's going on with four-star linebacker Malik Bryant, who had been scheduled to make his announcement around 5.15, 5.30 p.m. on Saturday, had a whole event planned at his high school, Jones High School in Orlando, and several hours before that announcement was going to happen, he postponed it. He postponed it indefinitely. Now, it has been reported that he's not planning on postponing it for too long, uh, but you know, once you postpone it once, you never know what may happen, but that it has been reported he does want to make an announcement pretty soon. So with Malik Bryant, a player I really want, and I hope Miami still does end up landing him, the Hurricanes for the past few weeks had been trending heavily for him. And then over the last couple of days, a lot of smoke started to come in for the University of Florida. And a lot of chatter. Florida's making a big push. You started to see the on three percentages come up a little bit for Florida. Uh, you know, Miami was still and I think still is favored on the on three tracker. And most of the crystal balls from Malik Bryant are favoring Miami. But Florida started to make a really big push. And I think anytime Miami Hurricanes fans see, hey, this is a player who may commit to us. And then he postpones the announcement. You get really concerned. Oh, my gosh, this means he's going to pick another school. It may play out that way. But here's the interesting thing about Malik Bryant. This is what uh, a couple of different people told me about Malik before that yesterday announcement that was postponed. If he had made his announcement yesterday, it likely would have been for Florida if he had made his announcement yesterday. So I know it may not feel this way. But him canceling the announcement yesterday could actually be a good thing for Miami, not a bad thing. Because if he had taken that stage yesterday with all the hats sitting in front of him, if that had happened yesterday, more likely he would have put on a Florida hat, not a Hurricanes hat. 
Um, so Florida has been making a huge push for Bryant over the last few days. Now Miami is pushing back. So that could be why the announcement was postponed. So fingers crossed, okay? And it's interesting. With all these conversations that we can have, and we're going to talk about Peyton Kirkland, and we're going to talk about uh, you know Janelle Aguero. These are a couple of players who picked other schools yesterday. Samson Okunlola we can talk about. Um, you know, when I when I have conversations basically daily with people who cover recruiting full time, because I don't cover recruiting full time. For me, it's a hobby. That's not my primary source of living or income. But I know a lot of people who do. I know a lot of people who it's their life to cover recruiting. And I've been hearing this for the last couple months, but a lot more over the last few days. There's a sense of frustration that, man, like for people who have been covering recruiting for a living for years, how much different and how much more complex it is covering recruiting this year than in any of the previous years. Because NIL, super conferences, but especially NIL, have just made this so much more fluid and so much more complicated that a player could be leaning a certain way one day and then in a couple of hours he's leaning another way and you put in a crystal ball and then your crystal ball is worthless within a couple of days that it's it's a crazy time to cover the re recruiting scene so we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens with Malik Bryant if it really does come around over the next couple of days um let's talk about I, I, there's not a whole lot to say here, but on Janelle Aguero, he ends up choosing Georgia yesterday. He made his announcement around 12.30 p.m. Listen, good for him. Good for Janelle Aguero. Uh, like any time, if Miami misses out on a player, I said the same thing when Olaus Allen and chose Alabama. These guys feel like they're making the best decision for them, the best decision for their family and their future families that they're going to have someday. And who am I to say you're not making the right choice for you? I'm greedy. I'm a Miami guy. I want Miami to land every player, but you know, you can't land everybody, right? You're going to, you're going to lose some recruiting battles to the Georgias and the Alabamas in the Ohio States. And hopefully you don't lose any of these to Florida. Cause I know Florida is trying to poach some Miami, some Miami prospects, but it's going to happen. Um, as far as Janelle Aguero goes, who's a, you know, he was a couple days ago a five-star safety. He lost a star recently, which made me wonder if he lost a star, does that mean he's coming to Miami? And now that he's committed to Georgia, does that mean you get the star back? <laughs> Is that how that works? I don't know if he's got his star back yet. Uh, you know, I was hoping Miami had a shot for him, and I think Miami did have a shot at a certain point. Uh, but you know, when it came down to decision time, like when he actually was sitting on that stage yesterday, and I was watching the stream on CBS Sports HQ. I didn't expect him to actually put the Miami hat on because he was trending heavily to Georgia by that point. The one thing, and I don't know how many of you watched the Aguero announcement live streaming like I did. The one thing that I was relieved about was at least he wasted zero time just making his announcement. Puts the Georgia hat on right away. Because some of these guys, they'll do 10 minutes worth of thank yous and they'll tell the whole story of their recruitment. And they leave you hanging. Sometimes they do the hat fake and, you know, well, what's going to happen? But with Janelle Aguero, like as soon as they, they threw to him, the anchor was like, hey, you know, you have anything to say? He's like, yeah, I'm committing to Georgia. It's like, okay. So I turned it off right after that. But at least it only took a few seconds for him uh, to get right into it. So I think even more interesting then what happened with jo with uh, Janelle Aguero? Very fascinating saga 
with Peyton Kirkland, who ultimately verbally committed to Texas yesterday. How the heck did that happen? We'll talk about it right after we talk about betonline.net. Betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sporting wagering information from live in-game betting, which is awesome, scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action and trends happening right now. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today and your first watch. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, and we're available free on YouTube. We're part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, uh, like, I want to choose my words carefully when I talk about what happened with Peyton Kirkland because to be fair to situations like this where there are so many rumors and you have to filter out what information is real and what information is not, I want to be fair to the young man who ultimately – chose the Texas Longhorns yesterday. Um, it sounds like leading up to that announcement, Peyton Kirkland trolled everybody. And that's fine. I'm not criticizing. It's his decision to make. You do it the way that you want it. If people get suckered into your troll job, shame on them, not shame on you. You go through your process however you need to go through that process. Um, you know, It's his decision to make. It's so interesting that he ends up choosing Texas. The Texas Longhorns were not even considered a finalist for him. They weren't on any of the graphics before he made his announcement. That's how out of left field that one came. And maybe you'll talk to somebody who's like, oh, no, I knew for weeks, for months he was going to Texas. I I don't know how you knew that. Um, the smoke for Texas started to come out over the last couple of days because apparently conversations he was having with Longhorns people started to leak. And then he came out and like he said, fake news, it's untrue. He started to deny it. Clearly it turned out to be true. Um, but up until the weekend, I'm going to say like early Saturday, late Friday, since we've done our last episode, because so much things can happen between one episode to the next, by the way. Um, but up until the weekend, it was really looking like, from the outside looking in, like a two-way battle between Michigan State and Miami. Now, maybe I didn't cover his recruitment very well. Um, I'll admit that because, yeah, there are some very good recruiting analysts out there who did say recently that Miami stopped reaching out to him weeks ago. I didn't know then if it was true. Maybe now it was true after all. Uh, but something very interesting that I was told on Saturday about Peyton Kirkland because, you know, the, I, I think the Texas buzz started to come out on Friday and he denied it. Um, I was told yesterday that, yeah, Kirkland was making calls to Texas, telling them he really, really wanted to commit there. And they might not have even been sure if they had a spot for him in the class. So I guess they made a spot for him because he wanted to commit to Texas. He wanted to announce Texas, even though they weren't even sure if 
they could bring him in in that class. They must have figured it out because he did make the Texas Longhorn announcement yesterday. And when I say, you know, he trolled everybody and listen, sometimes maybe you're not being trolled, but you think you're getting trolled. And I don't personally, I don't really reach out to high school players and I, I I'm not like sliding into anyone's DMS and like, Hey, are you going to come to Miami? What's going on? I know some people do that. And some people have conversations with these recruits because they want to try to get ahead and figure out where's this guy going. Maybe I can break a scoop because I can get him to tell me something. So, okay. Sometimes like if you're, if you're trying to have conversations off the record with some of these players, they may either lie to you on purpose uh, or they might just tell you what you want to hear or they might really be feeling that way on a certain day of the week and then they change their mind when they talk to someone else. So that's not really something that I engage in. I don't I don't reach out to, to players personally. That's <laughs> I got way too many things on my plate to be having conversations with 17 year olds. So it's just it's just one of those things. Uh, but, you know, I, I did I did hear something that. Kirkland might have even told at least one member of the Miami class of 2023 that he was coming to Miami. So he might have even fooled somebody else who's currently in that recruiting class. Uh, so that that's everything I've heard about what happened yesterday. Um, you know, I'm still hopeful for Malik Bryant, and it turns out maybe it was a good thing that he didn't announce yesterday because it would have been Florida yesterday. Maybe once he actually makes his announcement, it's going to be Miami. Sounds like a battle between Miami and Florida for that one, and we all hope the U comes out on top there. Uh, but, you know, leading into Janelle Aguero, very low expectations. He picks Georgia. Peyton Kirkland, you know, I did uh, I did get a heads up earlier in the day yesterday. He wants to go to Texas. And yeah, it turns out he did want to go to Texas. So here's why, to bring this all full circle, why you shouldn't be worried. Because guys, I see some of these meltdowns on social media about what a terrible week it was and what happened. Why can't Miami recruit anymore? What is going on? The sky is falling. Take a deep breath and relax. It's been a week and a half since we last got a big-time commit. It's not the end of the world. Maybe some of you are following recruiting closely for the first time, so you feel like every day we should be getting a commit because for a five- or six-week span, it kind of played out that way, right? I mean, it was like from, from Emory Williams and when all the tight ends started to commit, and Jaden Rashada, Francis Maui Goa, it seemed like every day for like six weeks, Miami was getting a big-time commit. They don't always come in like uh, like a big time hailstorm. Like it's not always like oh everybody's committing at once when it rains it pours that sort of thing. But why you shouldn't be feeling that bad? Uh, now over the next couple of weeks we'll have to see the way certain recruiting battles play out. Miami is still favored for five star offensive tackle Samson Okun Lola. They still appear to be in the lead for him, and we can still feel good about that one. Now as far as who's threatening. Um, I have been told that Michigan State are trying to make a heavy push for Samson. So look out for them in the rearview mirror. That if seems like it's still good for Miami with Samson Okunlola, who I mean, could you imagine bringing in Samson Okunlola and Francis Mauigoa, who's already committed, having two of the top three tackles in the class in the same class would be unbelievable. So hopefully. Miami can end up closing for this one, but Michigan State might be the team to watch out for.
right now because they're making a heavy push. So let's hope Miami can can keep their lead. And remember, Michigan State, uh, they probably thought until recently that they were getting Peyton Kirkland. So now that Kirkland goes to Texas, they're going to shift more of their focus on Samson Okunlola. Um, I still feel pretty good uh, at this time about Jaden Bonzu. Remember, Bonzu was another one that was supposed to announce this weekend, but he pushed it back. Uh, Ohio State, I heard, is making a push for him again. Um, but, you know, we never know how these things are going to play out. I think Miami's still in the lead. Bonsu's the four-star safety, excellent player out of New Jersey. And for offensive linemen, uh, my guy Brad Tejeda keeps telling me on this one, and, and I hope he's right because I really like this player. And Brad, Brad's going to be joining us, I think, in the next few days on the show. Um, but Brad keeps telling me that he suspects Miami could ramp up their interest in six foot seven offensive tackle Monroe Freeling out of South Carolina. He really likes Miami. So I hope the feeling is mutual. And let's also remember that, um, we are less than a week away now. I think next Saturday is when Tommy Kinsler is going to announce, uh, who's going to be projecting as an interior offensive lineman in this class. Uh, he decommitted from Florida a few weeks back. Miami's been favored for him. So hopefully we can lock up Tommy Kinsler. This is going to end up being a fantastic offensive line class. Cause I already really like Antonio trip. Who's, uh, who's been committed for months now, I think, uh, you know, Frankie Tinelau is a little bit more of a project, but I think he's got the makings of a great offensive lineman. Francis Maui Goa is a monster. Like th this guy could walk onto campus tomorrow and bully some of Miami's current players. And he's not even a senior in high school yet. So there's a lot to look forward to on the offensive line. I know losing out on Allen was disappointing and probably a lot of you weren't disappointed in not getting Peyton Kirkland because you know, I know how polarizing he's been among the fan base, so you don't sweat it too much with them. But you got to hope you can close out Samson Okunlola and Monroe Freeling, Tommy Kinsler, or other guys to look at in that class. And the big picture. So here's where Miami stands, because this stuff is always fluctuating, not only depending on what Miami does, but depending on what other schools do. Uh, according to the 24-7 composite, the Hurricanes currently have the 11th ranked class now, so we're just outside of that top 10. But uh, Alan Rubenstein from Kane's Warning was saying, because he uses that 24-7 calculator all the time, that if Miami were to land Kinsler next week, they would actually move again in front of Oklahoma and LSU. They would move from 11 to number 9. And Miami are only right now, for what it's worth, only three spots behind Alabama in the class of 2023. So I don't want anyone flipping out. I don't want to see any more comments about how like Miami's done because they haven't gotten a recruit in nearly two weeks. And uh, oh, my gosh, why are we losing all these battles? Let's let's regroup. Let's focus on what's coming. And. We're going to have a big week of shows here on Locked on Canes. There's going to be a mix of recruiting talk. And also, we're starting to ramp up the talk about the 2022 season because we're just days away from fall camp starting, my friends. Uh, going to be early August when that starts. So we have a lot to get to, a lot more position previews. Still some more comments to digest after ACC kickoff. So I hope, my friends, you keep it locked to Locked on Canes all week long. And so thank you so much for checking us out here on a Sunday. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. We're all over Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey. Those are the big ones. 
There are some other small podcasting platforms I've never even heard of that apparently our show is on. So we're all over the place. Wherever you get an audio podcast, you're probably going to find us. And the video, you know where to find us on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked on Canes. And we will talk to you guys again tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Canes. We are part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.